Welcome to the Issues of Life podcast with Dr. David Shamenda. Greetings. Uh, we're back again on uh, uh, Choose Deliverance. How can you be delivered from the things that have troubled you? And this is episode part 14 here, uh, episode 2, part 14. Here, as I said earlier on, we're looking on the bondages that people, they go through and what have happened into their lives. How can they be free from the things that they have suffered from? Now, we've been discussing about the spirit of, you know, of offense in the first episode up to 12, but now we're looking at how to be delivered. Now, I love Paul. Paul is one of uh, my mentors from those old-time saints and people that I have. When I read his writing and when I study what he has done, I just love to see how the man was so devoted and so strong in the things of God. Now, here's what he speaks. He says, we must walk in the Spirit, walking in the Spirit, is uh, the preservative from the lusts of the flesh. We are to inquire about walking in the Spirit. I scarcely need to observe that the Spirit of God is always represented in the New Testament as the author of all holiness in the hearts of every Christian, whereby the Christian dispensation is eminently styled the ministration of the Spirit. Now, the question comes, uh, what is the life and the warfare of the Spirit in the soul of a human being? What's the life and the warfare of the Spirit in the soul of a human being? That's a very important question, and uh, I want everybody to take this very, very serious. The walk the wake of the spirit in the believer is very, very important. That's why I always encourage people, if you're a Christian, allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life and you change you. We must always realize somebody asked him he says, I don't care how I live, I do things like I said in part thirteen. I do things the way how I like. But you must understand a human being is a spirit being. We're created with the spirit of God. Otherwise, this body is just nothing but just a cloth, you know, like the clothes that we put on when I dress a cloth. You know, if I put on a suit, I'm going to a meeting. When I put down that suit, it's just nothing. It's just another suit. It's just another type of a cloth. And uh, to not cry out, it says, well, you know, David, you left me here. It's just nothing. It's useless. But that's how the body is. What is more important is what is in our lives, the spirit. We live in the spirit. The Holy Spirit begins the new life in a believer. So once you accept Jesus as your personal Savior, that the Spirit of God or the Holy Spirit begins a new life in you. The Holy Spirit then begins to sustain you 
in that new life. But you have to feed it. Anything that you don't feed, it will die. If you have a dog, you love your dog, you keep your dog, and you can comb it, you can bath, you can take to the vet, you can do all things. <clears throat> but if you don't feed the dog, it will be malnutritioned and it will die. And that's what a lot of people they do. We're Christians, but we don't interact with the things of God, the things of the Spirit. We don't go to the house of God. We don't associate with other Christians. We don't meet with other people that can motivate us and encourage us. We don't hear the testimonies of others. We don't hear how God helped them to overcome the difficulties and the bondages that they went through. All kinds of things that happens in their lives. So we must get to the level where we understand what God is doing. The believer begins to walk in the spirit. The believer has activity of the first symptom of life. When you're walking in the spirit, then you begin to interact with the things that are more deeper, that just comes direct from God. Then this reminds us of our dependence on the spirit. That means at that moment, you begin to prepare yourself to walk in the spirit. Now, there are times where the Spirit of God is upon me, and I'm giving someone advice. I don't give them advice because I know what is happening. I give them advice because God is speaking through me. You know, in the Bible, there's a scripture that it says, when you stand before the highest authority, he will give you utterance. You speak things that you do not know, and you speak them as oracles. And when they hear you, all those who listen to you, they'll marvel to say, where did this knowledge come from? I love that kind of wisdom, not the craftiness of the world. All right? Now, here we are. Again, I just want you to understand that. Uh, walking in the Spirit implies our consistency the department of our lives must harmonize with our character. That means when you walk in the Spirit, you feed the Spirit. That means the Spirit of God starts helping you to understand who you are. Then the significance of progress will be witnessed by everyone who sees you. When people they see you, they'll be able to know that man, that woman, there's something unique about him. So what is unique at that moment is the Spirit of God. Then the believer discovers that by following him in the path of duty, we find the most genuine happiness and the perfect self. Why? Because thou, the Holy Spirit, leads you to surrender to his authority. Your life is no longer your own. The Holy Spirit has led you to surrender to him. Why should the believer be argued to stay according to the Spirit of God? If the believer wants to see the freedom and he wants to choose deliverance and he wants to be free from the bondages of the earth, you have to allow the things of the Spirit to be inside you. Now, the reasons why the believer should be argued to maintain it, that the believer should not fulfill 
the loss of the flesh. Now, a number of people, of which is true, a number of people, when they hear the lust of the flesh, what comes in mind is adultery, fornication, unfaithfulness, you know, to your spouse. But the lust of the flesh, as I said in part 13, can vary to so many things. Covetousness, you know, uh, desiring the things that pleases your body. Uh, you know, pride is the lust of the flesh. Short fuse, easily tempered, and anger. You, you don't control yourself. You're always furious. You don't know what have made you angry. It is also the last of the fresh. There are so many things of which you know. When it comes to adultery, fornication is also the last of the fresh. The difference is that some of the things they manifest when we entice others. But some of the things they manifest, they entice you. You know, you are enticed by that, and then you do things that are not right. But the others, <clears throat> you entice somebody. You entice uh, a man or a woman. You entice people like who goes to nightclub to drink. You entice people there. So God desires us not to fulfill those things. The believer is then kept from sin. And then when the believer is kept from sin, he grows in grace. The grace of God begins to be your prevailing, your prevailing nature. Then at that moment, we know we are not under the law. That means we have freedom from the law of sin and in the law of death. The believer becomes victorious in great battles between the flesh and the spirit. We all know that the indwelling of sin is strong. The spirit makes us conquerors. Allow him today to work in your life. Now, I always love what Paul says in the book of Romans chapter 8, verses 12 17. Let me try to paraphrase there what he said. He says, therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the fresh. <laughs> that means our obligation is not to the fresh, to live according to it. For if you live according to the fresh, you will die. So there are a lot of people that have died because they have uh, given themselves to the things of the fresh, but if this, but by the spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. For those who are laid by the spirit of God are the children of God. And I and I kept on referring the importance of allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you, because you become the child of God. And then <clears throat> Paul goes on where he emphasizes, he says, the spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. That means at that name, in life, if I have to adopt a child, that child has the right to everything that I own. <clears throat> including my surname, if that child wants. 
That means if I adopt a child, I can adopt a child. Let's say, let me give an example. I adopt a child from Croatia or from any part of the world. It can be uh, from South Africa, from anywhere, from Zambia. That child takes an adoption. He's no longer, if uh, when he came, he was, uh, let me say, he was uh, hmm, a name uh, like he was uh, the last name. Maybe the last name was uh, Peterson or he was uh, Jones. He's no longer Jones. That child, he becomes a Shemende. And uh, when, even when I'm alive, he has the freedom to everything that I have as my son. He belongs to me. That child is honored the same way how my biological sons or children, they have the right over to me. So my son at that moment also develops that uh, freedom. He have access. He can do anything. He can come and walk to the refrigerator and get what he wants. And if I was to die, I have some little money. He is the heir to what I have because he is my son. He's adopted. Now, I want you to figure out this. You and I, when we become the children of God and we have been brought about our adoption to sonship and we cry, Abba, Father, that means everything that belongs to God, the Father, Abba Father, is ours. The gift is the gifts that are given by the Spirit of God. They are ours. We can cast out devils. We can lay hands on the sick, and the sick will receive the healing. We can pray for the blind eyes. The blind eyes will open. We can. Uh, uh, we can have the gifts of wisdom, and people, they'll be able to say, well, what has happened? The words of knowledge. We can have miracles where we'll be even able to pray. People who are crippled, they'll rise. All manners of sickness, that becomes ours, belongs to us. Now, the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. That means now the devil cannot accuse us. Where do we belong? Who are we? We are God's children. Now, if we are children of God, then we are heirs, heirs of God and the co-heirs with Christ. Now, Jesus is the elder brother, the firstborn that came upon the face of the earth and he rose. But if you look at Jesus he explains something very emphatically. He says, Father, the glory that I had when I was with you, I have given to them that you and I, as we are one, they may also be one with us. And Jesus goes on where he explains, Myself, Father, I'm in you and you in me, and them, we bring them in us. Now, what do you think of that is? Is a, I call it, a divine unit of the Godhead. So we become one. We become co-heirs of Jesus Christ. Now, 
If we are children, then we, as I said earlier, we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Jesus. If indeed we share in his suffering in order that we may also share in his glory. That means now we have act, access to the things that our father has. So that brings us that we are debtors to the fresh wine. The obligation is due to the body. We are in the fresh, and our lives in the fresh have claims which rest upon divine appointment. The things that we do in the fresh. And I'll be sharing some few testimony, personal testimony that I have seen as a result of walking in the Spirit. Observe the form in which the apostle puts the matter. You know, the apostle here, He's sharing something. We may be debtors to the fresh, but not live after it. The fresh is the house. My house is as important as I live in. And when I move out of that house, if I stop living, my residence is no longer at that house, then there's no more you know, reaction to it. There can be Mr. Smith who moves in and buys my house, you know. My wife and I, in our marriage time, we've been married close to 40 years now, you know. And uh, we have moved into different parts of the world, different countries. We have lived, um, you know, overseas, and we're living in the United States. We have been living here in the United States for more than 40 years now. And one of the things that we have discovered is that we have lived in different places. And some of those places where we have lived, we sold the house or we blessed someone to live in that house. That house is no longer known as our house. They may say, there used to be a couple that used to live here. There used to be a family, but we don't know them. So we are just debtors to that, all right? We are debtors concerning the food, medicine, clothing, shelter, temperance, temperance, cleanness, and to those who belong to us after the fresh. have <laughs> family, uncles, aunts, my grandparents, my, my father, my mother, my brothers and sisters, my cousin, nephews, nieces, all that they... Belong, um, belong to them, and uh, we're part of that, that family. But we are dead as to earthly things, and everyone who does not care for them is worse than an infidel. That means I have the responsibility to my family to help them when they're going through, because I don't want to be an infidel. All right? Now, let us go further. Our bodies are of the divine workmanship, and their faculties are of God's making and giving. Why? Not that they should run away with us or lure us, but that they should be subject to us. Now, I'm going to be sharing in part 15 of Choose Deliverance, the limit of the obligation. Now, if you're following this subject, I want you to follow it very clearly to help you to get your deliverance and to walk a victorious life. You'll be amazed at how you overcome some of the things. I 
That's why I started with the spirit of offense. Now, the spirit of offense, we saw how it brings disease, sickness, and forgiveness, bitterness, anger, resentment. Now, I'm bringing you back to choose deliverance because I want you to see how you can defeat the enemy. So, God, which bless you, my friend. Listen to part 15. Thank you for listening to the Issues of Life podcast with Dr. David Shamenda. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new episodes are released.